Hi friend, I'm Stephanie Weitrup and you're listening to Be Fearlessly Authentic. This is a podcast for all aspects of life, faith, and purpose, grounded in the hope of the word of life itself. We're going to get real because life is messy, but it's also really meaningful. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Be Fearlessly Authentic. This is an exciting season um, as we are looking towards the end of 2020. I know you're all excited about it. If you heard the last episode, you know that I am kind of shifting focus from flipping the script on specific problems to just flipping the script on 2020. There's a lot to be frustrated by, and I think there's a lot to be thankful for. So as we head into the next couple months, I just wanted to take these episodes to focus on who God is and who we are in light of that. So welcome to the first episode in this new series, God Is, You Are. And today we're talking about how God is more than enough. Sure, we all talk about how he is enough for us, but what if we actually recognize that he is more than enough? And what does that mean for us as his creation? So to start us off, I am going to dig into Matthew in verse or chapter 6. And I think that this is always a relevant verse for us, and especially in this season. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So I think I really wanted to highlight these verses because we tend to focus just on the next verse, which is, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. But I think that it means a lot that Matthew is wanting to spend time on all of the things that we worry about, what we wear, what we eat. And I don't know about you, but 2020 has brought up a lot of worries in my life. I have started focusing on things that I never even really thought about before. And I just like to accumulate and I just start gathering up all these things that I think will be sufficient for myself, that I think will cover my needs in ways that I know only God can. I especially love um, the idea of the flowers of the field. My word for the year is wildflower, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast. And that verse 28, see how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. That is just something that God has been putting on my heart so much because 
we tend to just spiral out of control when we tend to, when we think about and focus on all these things that we think we need or the things we want. And it's not necessarily bad to have those desires or wants or needs, but what if we trusted that God is actually fulfilling those needs and more? He's not only just seeing what we are anxious about and coming to our aid, but he's actually looking ahead at what will be most beneficial for us in the long run. And he is more than enough for us. Throughout all of history, we can trace back the presence of God, even in the moments he seemed absent. And the beautiful truth of who God is, is that he is, well, everything. And before you roll your eyes at me and stop listening, just hear me out. I know it's hard to wrap our minds around this idea because we can't see God. And when we're so wrapped up in our circumstances and what's right in front of us, we tend to forget to recognize that God's already taking care of everything we need. But God has always been here, and he's been doing that all along. And he's not going anywhere anytime soon. John 1 starts out, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. While that might be kind of a tongue twister, let me just make it simple for you. God was there at the beginning. He created everything you see, including us. That means he was thinking about creation and how it would all form together to rely on each other and provide everything we need. I don't know about you, but sometimes I look around and the way that things were created, the way that nature works together to make the world a better place, the way that you and I can rely on each other, someone was definitely thinking through those details. When we talk about having enough or being enough, even that doesn't cover really the truth of who God is. He is so much more than that. What we think we need, God smiles at, and often he gives us just that, you know, if it's not some frivolous need or want that we just think is best for us. He's kind enough to give us the desires of our hearts when we delight in his ways. And we see that clearly in Psalm 37. It says, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But even more than what we desire, God gives us more than what we think would be enough. We tend to be so shallow-minded, and we don't even know it, because we're so finite. And God says, look, there is so much more for you, and I know what's best. I'm sure you've heard it, but Ephesians 3, 20 to 21 says, Now to him, being God, who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we think or ask, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So what does it actually look like, though? What does it look like to have abundantly more than we even ask or think. Well, just thinking through scripture and knowing some of the stories, here's a list of what I came up with. Ruth lost her family, and she just simply wanted a husband to care for her. In fact, she needed it in that time especially. But God put Boaz in her path, who offered more than just a good life. 
he offered a life for her mother-in-law as well, and a life that's familiar to us because they're part of the lineage of Jesus Christ. That is more than enough. Joseph just wanted to be out of slavery, and God offered him that. But then he did what he always does, and he presented Joseph with more than enough. And Joseph became the most trusted advisor to Pharaoh. When Moses didn't think he was useful because he had a stutter, God gave him the ability to lead an entire nation out of slavery and into the promised land. That is more than enough if you think in your career path. The Israelites were grumbling and complaining, acting like they weren't being cared for, and they even wished to die because they didn't have food. God heard them and sent bread from heaven every day, and on the sixth day, he gave them twice as much so they would be satisfied with more than enough. When Jesus was with the crowd of more than 5,000 who were hungry, he took a small lunch from a boy, and he multiplied it to feed every last person. But he didn't stop there. There were baskets of food left over because he provides more than enough for us. God is the good father who seeks to give his children more than what they simply ask for. He is more than enough to satisfy our greatest longings, our deepest needs, and to bring light out of our darkest moments. But we have to learn to trust the truth in that. When you look back through scripture, there are story after story of God showing up in more ways than his people even thought they needed because he saw their greater needs. And when you look back on your life, maybe consider the areas that God has been enough for you when nothing else was. But even more than that, how has he given you more than enough? Specifically thinking about this year. Take some time to consider all the things you've lacked, all the things that have fallen apart. And where has God come through? But where has he even given you more than you even thought you needed? What does this mean for who we are in light of who God is? I know you probably are thinking, well, she's probably going to go on the trajectory of if God is more than enough, then we are enough. Well, not quite. We're certainly not the same as God. We lack a lot of things in our sinful humanity and we fall short daily. And God looks at us, though, and sees a cherished child. When we don't feel like we even come close to measuring up, he says we are redeemed, loved, and blessed. And yes, I am shying away from using the term you are enough, and I'm doing that very intentionally. While I know the intentions behind this thing are so good, there's a miss when we call it out in each other more than we're calling out God within each other. You, friend, fall short. You're human, and God doesn't fault you for that. But he wants to come into your life and show you that where you're not enough, he fills in those gaps. Now, I'm not saying that you can't tell yourself that you're enough. And I'm not shaming you for writing out your post-it notes and putting them on your mirrors, writing that text to a friend, reminding her that she's enough, because there is value in that. But we have to come to that remembering that it's only because of who God is. I actually think the more we try to force the idea that we are enough, people begin to distance themselves from God because that mentally says you are enough on your own. And we know that's just not true. We all need Jesus and we all need his truth to fill in the gaps that we can't on our own. So who are you if God is more than enough? 
Well, you're the one he deems worthy of pouring everything into, including his life on the cross. You're the child he protects and provides for. Even the provisions you didn't know you needed, God's got you. You're the Israelite, lost without food that God hears and shows up to give more than enough food for. You're the woman who lost her husband and God gave her someone that provided for her in ways she didn't even know she needed. You're the leader with a stutter who doesn't think for one second you could be the one to lead a group of people closer to God, but God uses you for even greater purposes than you could have imagined. You're the kid who brought his lunch and decided to share it with Jesus only to watch it to be multiplied for thousands. And you're also the crowd, starving for food and starving for the truth and grace of the Messiah who Jesus fed with more than just food. I guess what I'm trying to say is all of these stories and so many more throughout scripture, they show us that we're all on the side of needing God. But they also show us that God wants to be a part of our lives, that God wants to give us more than we even need or want, that God wants to invite us into a space where he can use us to further his kingdom and to just see a world that is redeemed, that is beautiful. In God's image, you were made to be the very good creation that completed this world. In the fallen state this world is in, you're not enough on your own. But God stands in the gap for you and is more than enough of everything you need. I'm so thankful for that truth today. When I look at all the history of scripture and the history of my own life, I see God coming through on things that I didn't even think I would see the slightest bit of hope in. I don't know about you, but 2020 has left me lacking a lot. It's left me swirling, trying to figure out what I'm going to eat or what I'm going to wear. But when I remember who God has been in the past, it really helps me to remember who he is at his core and in light who I can be, who I am meant to be, who he invites me to be. Living in light of all that today, my prayer is that you see how you can truly be yourself, fearlessly authentic in everything God puts before you, because he is right there with you, doing more than you can even see. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. I am looking forward to just sharing these thoughts with you over the next few months and I know you may be wondering if you read my blog what the heck is going on just so you know there are some details that I'm working out and looking forward to some new ways that God is just showing me how I can take my creativity to another level so be sure to stay tuned for more information and as always if you liked this or even if you just really feel like there is someone in your life that needs to hear this, someone that needs a reminder that God is enough for them, but that he's actually more than enough for them, doing abundantly more than they could even ask or imagine. Would you share this with them? I hope that this is something that people can remember to reflect on who God is in their life and who we can be in turn. 
So as always, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new podcast episodes. Rate and review this podcast if you haven't already. And be sure to connect with me on social media. Thanks, friends.